Don't you think love should be illegal? No. The podcast where we talk about the songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a lot of fun. You know, I think we shouldn't keep the lyrics. I think it's better with just the ba 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 ba. I get, I get, I get that. That's that's fine. I mean, I did spend two weeks writing those lyrics, but fine, just like throw them out, I guess. You spent two weeks writing those lyrics? Yeah, man. Like, I put a lot of emotional weight yeah. into those lyrics, and I kind of really wanted you to like them, but and now they, you're shooting them down, so like, they, what the fuck, dude? They don't even rhyme. Well, I'm not in Eurovision. This is the Eurovision Division Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all the songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. I'm your host, Jeroen, and with me, as always, is... Me, Mira. My co-host. I've listened to all the songs before we start recording. Mira hasn't heard a single one of them. Oh boy, I have not. You don't know what we're getting into today, huh? No, what are we getting into today? Well, uh, a few episodes ago, we've been talking about returning artists, right? Yes! People who've participated in the contest before, but we're like, mm, I'm going to give it another shot. Love that. But we've also been talking about returning countries. Countries that have kind of been, been out of it for a few years, and now we're like, you know what, we've got the money back together, we can come back, we can just go and do it. Yes. One of these countries um, had a bit of a tough time actually making it to the final, and we're like, you know what, we're going we're gonna to peace out for a bit. Um, and sometimes you get these artists who've participated in Eurovision and, like, were a favorite with the Eurovision crowd, but for some bizarre reason didn't make it out of their semifinal, yet their songs are still revered as some of the best Eurovision songs ever. Amazing. Love um, it. Let's do it. And such an artist and such a country is what I want to be talking about right now. Yes! We're talking, of course, uh, to anyone who's already heard the songs, you know who we're talking about. We're talking about Poli Genova for Bulgaria. She hosted the Junior Song Contest in Bulgaria last year. I love the Junior Song Contest. It's great, isn't it? Uh... And what's also a lot of fun is Poli Genova. She seems like a fantastic person, someone I'd love to go out with and have drinks with because she's so much fun. And I'm happy to see her again. Her previous song, Nainat. Participated with that in 2011, but didn't make it out of the semifinals, which I think is a fucking crime because it's one of the best songs in the last five years of Eurovision. Okay, dude, fine, jeez. But I'm so happy to see her return and to obviously beat what she did back then. As she said in interviews, she was able to perform once in 2011, and she wants to perform three times in 2016. Oh girl, she has her sights set on that crown and I am loving it. Yes, what that means is once in the semifinals, once in the finals, and once 
as the winner. Now, will Poligenova get to be the victor? That's what we're going to be talking about right She's now. She's not here to make friends. She's here to win and also make friends. For Bulgaria this year, it's Poligenova with the song If Love Was a Crime. If love was a crime, then we would be criminals locked up for life. But I'll do the time. Clever. I like it. Yes, I can party to this. You know, I can party you really to this. Can. You know, this isn't my favorite song, but this is probably going to win. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so mind. quick to say that, but I, I, I get why you would say that. But I don't think this is tipped to be a winner right now. That's odd, because this is obviously going to win. Okay, so out, out of what you've heard so far, this has the most of a winning sound to you. Yeah, because it sounds so much like the summer hit of 2016. Ooh, All we need is someone to lean on. We're talking about Major uh, Lazer uh, uh, featuring uh. Meh. What? You're talking about Major Lazer featuring Meh. Sure. I know this because I googled it because I was like, what's that lean on song called? Because <laughs> you know, it sounds so much like that. But it's so clever. I mean, I'm glad that you brought it up because I wanted to bring it up, but it does sound a lot like lean on. Um, in that it doesn't, like, directly sound like it, but it shares so many similar things. Sounds I don't, yeah. and structures. Without, and, like, without anyone levels. being able to say that it's plagiarism, because it's not. Absolutely not. But, but it sounds like it. Like what you said, it sounds like a song I could party to. It sounds like a song that those people that I know listen to. It sounds... Sounds like a summer hit. Exactly, but it's accessible. Love it. It's accessible in a, in a positive way? Yeah, and it's also... The lyrics are clever enough, but not too clever. And it has one line in Bulgarian. Yes. Which is also not too hard to get phonetically. So yeah, everyone that's... can kind of sing along to that one line that's being sung. Yeah, it's repeated fun. enough that it's like... If it, if it would be an English line, the Daimi Lubavta... If that would have been English, everyone would be like, oh, you're repeating that a lot. But because it's Bulgarian, it sounds interesting. It's an interesting sounding line. It's it like, takes a few listens to get what she's really saying. It's Daimi Lyubavta, give me love. Love it. And yet once you get it, you're like, yes, Daimi Lyubavta, Daimi Lyubavta. And then it's like, oh, so I know fun. a line of Bulgarian. Exactly. So it, it actually works really well in this case to repeat something a lot of times because you're kind of teaching everyone a bit of Bulgarian, which is really good. It, it can, this can speak to like people who are actually in a marginalized position when it comes to love. Sure, yeah. For, for who love is actually a crime. Mm. And yet it doesn't specifically talk about that. It, 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 it keeps it universal it's it's nice and positive and open, so it, it, it doesn't feel heavy with the message of, like, you know, love shouldn't yeah, be a crime. Love shouldn't be a crime. We shouldn't have to fight for our love. But but you totally feel 
or I feel when I look at her just because of her personality that I know that she thinks yeah. love shouldn't be a crime for anyone. And it's her saying, if love was a crime, even for me and you represented in the song as a straight couple, is her saying, even if that was a crime, I, I would be a criminal. Yeah. I'd get locked up for life, but I'd do the time for love. It's, it's worth that. It's like me every time I look in the mirror, like, oh, it should be a crime to look this good. <laughs> it is just me every morning. Just like, mm, lock me up, bitches. Put me in jail. <laughs> exactly. I think this is also in the second semifinal. You you keep telling me that the second semifinal is the weakest, but a lot of really good songs you know are in the second semifinal, so I don't even believe you anymore. No, you know what? I've had the exact same thought, where I was like, based on like reactions on the internet, the first semifinal is the strongest one, where it's like, ah, oh, we're not, you know, there's ten songs that should definitely be in the final, or there, there's like twelve songs that we feel like, you know, would belong in the final. But then again, when it comes to the second semifinal, I'm also like, yeah, my favorite songs are in that, though. I'd be fine with this winning, but I don't think it will. But I'd like to see this also do well, because I think it's really good. It's it's mainstream without being like, oh my god, this is so mainstream, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're not annoyed at how radio-friendly this is. You're kind of like, no, but I can I can get behind it. It's not Heroes. It's less, it's, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure that this is going to be Bulgaria's best finish ever, because their best finish ever was fifth place. But I feel like it should be, maybe, I don't know, it's tough. There's a lot of songs in, in this genre of being like, get hyped up songs. This, this is, you know, something you can get hyped to. Yeah. It's danceable, it's, it's very good. This year, our Eurovision party that we're hosting uh -huh. is going to be at the place where I live with all of my Yes, with your roommates. multicultural roommates. You have roommates from a lot of different countries. We've had some of them on as guests. Yes, they're all from the fashion world uh -huh. coming to Antwerp to do fashion internships uh -huh. for the big Antwerp fashion houses. So it is a big multicultural house and I'm the only Belgian person in the house which is hilarious a lot of the time and also I act kind of as a tour guide for everyone which can get annoying not really but still fun still fun but like I have to explain where all the cheap clothing stores are a lot you know that if everyone in my house is going to be at the party downloads the app and votes most of them are gonna vote for this song. Do you think probably. so? Yeah. Okay. That's... Absolutely, I think that this is going to be the most popular song in the house. I mean, I was a little bit surprised when you said, when you said with such clarity at, after like directly listening to this that you thought this would be a winner. I'm not that sure, just because this year seems so open. Um, but I can actually see a lot of people getting behind this and being like, "Oh wow, I really like this," because I also really like this. <laughs> There's like 30 songs I know. that you want in the top I, 10, dude. No, but there really are this year, and I don't even like all of those, but I just want all of them in the top... <laughs> it's really... There's there's 30 songs that I think have different reasons, valid reasons, why they should come or could come in the top 10, and I don't even like all of them. That's the pain of being a Eurovision fan. 
If you're a Eurovision fan, definitely keep listening to the podcast. We talk about all songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest comes around. And, uh, you know, we're almost at the halfway point. This has been the Eurovision Division podcast for this episode. Uh, tell us what your favorite comic book was as a kid. Well, that's fun. Yeah.